0: Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Einstein's Growth Podcast, episode nine. And today's guest is a software engineer and architect, as well as AI engineer and consultant. He has worked on some really amazing projects, such as ZPay or SmartView. He also worked on cryptocurrency. So today's guest is going to be talking about AI and some cool shit, especially the reality about artificial intelligence is it going to take over the world so the answers are going to be in this episode i hope you are going to enjoy it hello maxim thank you so much for being my guest i'm really excited about having you as a guest in my podcast and today we are going to rock it and we are going to talk a little bit about science especially about artificial intelligence so thank you so much again for being my guest can you introduce yourself a little bit and tell us about yourself your story and your background yeah
1: hello uh, thank you for having me today and my name is maxim i'm independent uh, artificial intelligence uh, technology consultant and also entrepreneur um I'm <clears throat> I an expert in data processing and software architecture. Uh, you know, we are all surrounded by data, which we can see, listen, and receive in various ways. Most of these data has patterns, knowing which we can forecast the future a bit. So, currently, people know how to predict the weather, population growth, imitate space radiation, virtual crash testing, and many, many other things which have been developed, for instance, in demanding this is virus modeling. Uh, <clears throat> for instance, one of the application might be uh, how the virus spreads over the city and which restrictions can be lifted and which uh, opposite enforces. So that's uh, that's what I'm doing. And my background is uh, software engineering. I've been a software engineer for almost 20 years. I started as a uh, as a security architect, a security engineer, a security developer, then security architect. So I built a lot of bulletproof solutions for various customers. And uh, maybe 10 years ago, I decided to move focus a bit into modern technologies, which I found AI. Uh, I, I believe that AI actually is not a modern technology. Technology which is uh, much older, much more mature than, uh, say, security, uh, cyber security. I mean, uh, because the mathematical statistics algorithms, which is AI is the base for, is, uh, they, they all are developed and well known, most of them well known 500 years ago. So nowadays, uh, the technology growth leads to just adopting these algorithms and empowering them to work on various different machines and uh, process more and more data because we all surrounded with data, as I mentioned. So <clears throat> that's why I'm in this field and that's why I'm, I'm doing what I do. So, an example of statistics. So, uh, people are uh, interested in statistics uh, many, many hundreds of years ago. Even ancient people, they gathered some kind of uh, observations on weather. We can predict. So, for instance, uh, the calendar, the calendar itself is uh, uh, some aggregations of statistics. Uh, so, ancient people looked at, uh, looked at skies and they predicted the weather. So this, uh, this aggregation of observations, uh, some many, many, many thousands of observations. So they realized that uh, they can a bit predict weather. So now it's all uh, it's all brought into a machine. So oh, that's it's called AI a, now. Yeah.
0: yeah, so it's the same principles and the same logic. It's just that we implement them on machines. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Of course, the principles are more, uh, more, Complex and uh, even a a person who is observing the uh, changes in saying weather, he cannot even um, even understand why the machine uh, predicted uh, the future weather in that way. But at the same time, um, say imagine ourselves say thousand years ago, so we can look the sky and understand that tomorrow will be a rainy day. So, say red, red sky means windy weather, right? Tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's uh, that's easy. Uh, how how did we know that? Only because our parents and ancestors told us that. Uh, okay, look at the uh, red sunset, and you will you will get uh, windy weather tomorrow. That's aggregation of observations.
0: I understand. I have a question about something that you said previously, which is engineer, you, were, you started as an engineer software and architecture, uh, cybersecurity architecture. So I'm really wondering, like, how did you find yourself in AI? Like, did you go through school to, to, to be like speciali- specialized in AI or is it like a self-learning process? Uh,
1: that's, uh, that's a good question. Well, because I started, yes, I, I started, uh, finished my university as a software engineer uh, and I believe that a software engineer is something with uh, someone who is uh, not, not only know how to write a program, but he, he knows all the underground processes, he knows all the, uh, all the things happens, uh, all the algorithms and uh, mathematics which goes under. So, and, and when I decided to switch from uh, cybersecurity to AI, that wasn't too hard for me because the basics, I already know, I studied them in university, and now, uh, after 10 years, I know that only practice
0: uh, made me perfect. I mean, it's all about practice. <laughs> I, think,
1: I think practice and observations, of course, yeah, all yes, about I- practice.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, like, a five years old kid asks you about how does artificial intelligence works. What would you say? Like, how would you define artificial intelligence into a very simple way, so we, the average, people could understand what it means? That's easy.
1: I will will, uh, give him a weather example. Okay, can you predict the weather? Can you predict that, uh, say, tomorrow? There, there will be snow, or in summer there will be hot, can you predict that? Even five-year-old kid can predict that. I said, okay, let's imagine that this, uh, let's make this model a bit more complicated. So, and here's how artificial intelligence, to, today's artificial intelligence works. So we know some facts, we build a model around them, and voila, well, we have it.
0: When When you say today's artificial intelligence, so this means that tomorrow's is going to be different. It is might, that correct?
1: It might be different. It might be different. Many uh, so technologies also uh, so technologies also uh, grow as well as uh, as well as the population. So uh, if someone so I said that uh, artificial intelligence uh, most of statistical mathematical statistics algorithms were developed. 500 years ago. That's fine. That's true. But in our hands is to adopt them to modern machines and modern machine learning is uh, is based on uh, the machine power we have today. So uh, yes, tomorrow's artificial intelligence will be quite different. Because quantum computers are coming. quantum computers are now it's kind of uh, you know something uh, something we don't know how how they work because there's only experimental things in Google and IBM. But uh tomorrow I believe that quantum computer will be I will have a couple in my home. So
0: Oh what makes quantum computer so different or more interesting than regular computers?
1: Uh, so quantum computer is uh, uh being straightforward that's not a computer actually that's uh more like uh, a machine which has uh a lot of states at the same time infinite amount of states um, that's why uh there are, it's it's very important to uh it's it's important step uh work operating and uh, ruling out the quantum computers is a very important step to say uh break uh, some some kind of encryptions. There's two uh two two algorithms, Shor algorithm and grover algorithm, which works against asymmetric and symmetric encryptions. And these algorithms are, when when implemented in quantum computers, they can significantly reduce the key length. So when uh Our modern technologies, our modern encryption, which we uh, use everywhere, everywhere in banking, in blockchains, everywhere, they will be not. uh, They are not ready for future. They are not future for tomorrow. So not not ready for tomorrow. Uh, And of course, at the same time, the artificial intelligence algorithms will also evolve to the next step. So that's why uh, that's why I say that tomorrow's artificial intelligence will uh will not look like today's
0: so. that's true i mean the first plane that was made is absolutely different from the ones that we have today and this leads me to a question we average consumers are going to like are we going to need quantum computers like quantum con- computers can be like used, for example, for gaming, for design, for stuff, like for regular average user or not? Or it's more for a scientific purpose? Uh,
1: current, uh, current current vision of quantum computers does not uh, imply them into gaming industry or some, uh, some industries we well we know. So it's more scientific. It's absolutely scientific for now. And they will not uh, significantly improve our our gaming or say graphics. <laughs> That's from another area. Like okay, uh, when the first uh, when the first uh, machines so cars came to the scene, people still riding horses, right? And first cars went yeah. too fast compared to horse, but there is yes. another technology, right? And now we're all driving cars. The same would be with quantum computing. Quantum computers will be in parallel, something in parallel. People will will look at it and say, well, why do we need that? The same happened 10 years ago with Bitcoin. The same. Uh, there was a, a cryptocurrency, no no one know that. it. It's a cryptocurrency how the how they uh we, what what they use it how do they use it so and after 10 years bitcoin is over fifty thousand dollars
0: yeah i i also noticed that you worked on on a cryptocurrency uh, i i'm trying to remember the name of it uh which one are you? I, I i'm not able I'm not able to rec to re- to remember what cup- cryptocurrency you worked on.
1: Uh, I worked uh, I worked with several, and uh, I did
0: um, uh, I did a lot. Like of- how do they work? Like how do they work? From re- like what makes them different from uh, regular banking? Uh,
1: in that's a general answer. That cryptocurrencies are decentralized. That means no one can control them. Uh, they are controlled by uh, by miners or by some uh, independent uh, independent certification centers. If we're talking about the uh, proof of stake uh, consensus, There are several uh, several ways how to prove that a transaction has been happened, and uh, at most the uh, cryptocurrencies are old styles bitcoin ethereum others other well-known cryptocurrencies are at most uh, confirmed by the independent miners they mine some uh, they generate a hash and if this hash uh okay being roughly roughly said uh if this hash uh, is appropriate for the uh, for some kind of public key, so the transaction will be, will be mined. But to generate this hash, we need to sign it with uh, some kind of private key, which belongs to a specific wallet owner. So no one except uh, the guy who knows the private key can send money out of this wallet. So because he he obviously needs to sign it somehow.
0: You know, this reminds me of something I did read, like, I believe three weeks ago, someone with, like, he owns a wallet of Bitcoin that is worth around $200 million, and, like, he forgot his password. For example, someone who who forgot his password and can no longer access to his uh, cryptocurrency, like, their money, Mm -hmm. what happens to their money? Like, is it lost or... Like what? What can happen in that case?
1: Yeah, in this case, he can't forget about his money. That's first. Uh, and at <laughs> least, at least until he's. Uh, 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 and uh, at least until future computers will invent a way how to break out the uh, blockchain security, the Bitcoin blockchain security, and uh, brute force the pri- the private key to access the wallet. Uh, I believe oh. that might happen on quantum computers, but not uh, this time. Because quantum computers, coming back to quantum computers, quantum computers are relatively—they are—they are relatively new. They're experimental, deeply experimental, and they are very expensive. So one quantum computer conceals power as like a little city. Oh, so it, that's a lot of it, power. It, it requires a special data center and. And uh, temperatures, uh, temperatures around absolute zero to function. So that's uh, and yeah, and no one knows what to do with that now. So just uh, some fanatics or some exper- uh, scientists they play around them. But uh, you know, uh, there's no not a uh, not a dedicated software registry for quantum computer programs. There's no one. Uh, writes uh, writes down the program for quantum computers just because quantum computers uh, quantum programming is not actually programming it's a kind of uh, physics you know the physics formula is it's uh, it's not a software development in our normal sense we used to used to treat it
0: i see what you mean and uh, right now speaking of programming i'm really curious about like what wh- what is the difference between traditional programming and ai programming like is it true that ai can learn to program itself by itself or is it, is it just a myth that people are saying uh, i believe that
1: uh, the, the ideas come uh, from emotions so uh, the software developer who is writing? Who is coding? Or his uh, architecture? He need to take into account many, many, many things plus his own emotions at this moment. And here, uh, here we got uh, some kind of software. Uh, and if we replace him with the machine, so of course, in some point in the future, it might be a bit more. A bit more, you know, productive, uh, effective. But at this point, there's no uh, artificial intelligence who we, uh, who can write uh, software uh, instead of a human. So it's just a kind of a kind of fantastics for now.
0: Yeah, so it's more like science fiction for for yeah. now. The the AI is writing its own program because I remember like this reminds me of I I think that was three or five years ago I asked a friend who is an engineer in, in coding and I told him I'm curious like does AI uh, program itself and he said look right now the AI that we have is not able to program itself it's just people that we code but we code them like differently so like to 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 seem smart we, we we like the myth of ai programming itself absolutely
1: absolutely and uh, current ai uh, ai programs can solve only one specific task which is putting uh, them by their developers uh, imagine it's a, for instance self-driving car can just self-driving uh, self-driving right so yeah drive. But it cannot fly, even if we add wings. <laughs> so that's another dimension, right? That's okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, airplane, uh, airplane auto autopilot, of course, uh, it, can, uh, it can land, it can take off, it can continue the flight, but uh, it cannot drive on roads, right? That's another program we need to put in. And uh, it cannot say predict uh, uh, the weather right it's third problem yeah so human so, brain human brain can do all this stuff after some training and many 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 other things
0: absolutely and like like are artificial intelligence and machine learning the same thing
1: uh yes yeah, this, this people often miss up these uh, terms actually artificial intelligence is more broad than machine learning is about machines actually machine uh, machine learning and it's just uh one field of study for instance uh, artificial intelligence is uh say okay uh, artificial intelligence contains machine learning inside but uh, oh. it can so it can work without learning for instance uh, tesla self-driving cars i think they had a bit learning before but currently if they drive on road self-driving cars they do not learn they just uh operate And they recognize objects on the road, but they don't need no need to train.
0: I see what you mean. So machine learning is part of of AI. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Awesome. And like some of really the the most curious uh, questions that I have noticed people are looking for uh, are, uh, for example, uh, can artificial intelligence be conscious and Hmm. self-aware?
1: What do you mean under conscious?
0: i mean as a human consciousness like to to know it's just an artificial intelligence to understand itself by itself uh that's so to understand
1: itself by itself there's there are some projects of uh, artificial consciousness i seen a couple of uh very early prototypes but uh, they are more like Projects for fun, rather than real, uh, having any practical sense. So uh, I believe that any uh, anything which is built in our, during our days should have at least business value. So artificial consciousness, for me, it's like a like a project for fun. How we can benefit from that? How how its creator can benefit from it? Just so it's not no uh, no tasks. Uh, now ready to be solved with artificial consciousness
0: absolutely i mean ai should improve our lives and bring more value make us more productive and like right now i have more what i would like to call them the silly questions before getting into really impact of ai into business like do you think one day I'm saying this and thinking about the future, like in 30 years, 40 or 50 years, do you think that AI would have, would develop emotions? Like Uh, AI would be angry, happy, sad. What do you think about this? It's a little bit philosophical.
1: (laughs) I believe that uh, in such future, uh, we need to study uh, psychology good at first, and uh, before we building some things like uh, artificial emotions we should understand uh, why do we need that so what task we will, will be solved for after we build that so okay we can uh, we can produce some kind of emotion and call it say angriness or mm, something uh, something like that but what's a, what's the profit so
0: makes sense to me so have you watched the movie ex machina
1: no no i i haven't watched any movies for last uh, 10 or 15 years
0: (laughs) (laughs) because like my my next question was going to be what is the one movie that describes the best the the current stage of the development of ai
1: um i have no idea Too busy
0: to watch movies.
1: I'm too busy and uh, too busy to watch movies. And uh, yes, if I uh, if I start watching movies, uh, many ninety nine percent of movies are, uh, they do not worth the time
0: you can spend on this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like this reminds me of the mat- Matrix. And yesterday I saw a post on LinkedIn. I don't know if you have seen the deep nostal- nostalgia. Uh, AI like you, you you upload an old picture of for example of yep. your um, yep. yep so you Green, are aware
1: gray and white yeah gray and white picture and yes. it produces a movie yes this. Yeah. yeah I seen that uh, we have uh, we have these technologies nowadays and uh, while this not deep nostalgia is a tool there's a technology called uh, deep fake uh, if you know that uh, so this technology is dedicated for uh, for prominent people to put yeah you know, put the heads of posters instead of uh, their their real faces, and vice versa.
0: Yeah, because I'm really curious about this one. The thing is, I know a lot of people are going to use it for fake news and propaganda. So. Like, how can we protect ourselves from such fake stuff?
1: Uh, the, <clears throat> the main thing, how we can protect, is to trust the source where this document has been, uh, has been received from. So we need to understand that the, this, this news, is, this movie comes from the legitimate, legitimate source. Um, that's, uh, the, the same happened, uh, happened these days if someone sends uh sent you a message uh in any messenger like uh, some something like it happens to uh someone you know um that means we need to at least check what's the source of this news, what the source of this news is right yes so the same the same will happen in future but the of, of course the tools will be much more complicated
0: and like is there any because I'm I'm a little bit skeptical about news even like from trusted source you know people are always going to manipulate the news and sh- shape it the way they want so I'm wondering is there any AI tool that allows you to check if the news is fake or is it true and trusted uh
1: there's there are a lot of tools to check Uh, whether the news is true, uh, is uh, cross-checking in various various news sources. If, say, 10 uh, newsletters uh, writing the same, the more likely or highly likely this uh, event happened, right? Yes. So cross-checking is a (laughs) king.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, Maxim, like my most serious question that I'm really interested in is... How will AI change the future of marketing? Because I know that you worked on an amazing project, uh, Smart View, that I enjoyed like reading. It's really mind-blowing project. And I would love you to talk to us about the project.
1: About Smart View? Yes, please. So, uh, Smart View is uh, not designed for marketing. It's uh, for retails. So, uh, mostly for retail. Uh, imagine uh, these cameras in the ceiling uh, they look into shopping floor and when customer comes to uh, comes shopping they become tracking him while he is roaming on the shopping floor and uh, once uh, once they gather enough information about the customer they can uh, they can filter filter him and put into some category and being in this category, we can predict that customer desires, what he wants to buy, even if he doesn't know what he's going to buy. Imagine there's uh, 90% of people coming to a shopping floor to say hi-fi shop or other uh, kind of shop without any specific goal. They just go to Rome and okay, watch uh, different, uh, different things and we can, uh, we can advise them. We can advise the shopping assistant that this person is looking for, say, mobile phone, a specific mobile phone, say, Apple mobile phone. So uh, after he made some uh, made his way on the shopping floor, right, he didn't didn't set up any specific, he didn't look at any specific, but he made a route we can classify as a iPhone lover
0: route. Yes, and like the way I see it is this kind of information will be more valuable to marketers because it will give you insights, for example the emotional state that the consumers feel will help you architect the products and services, I mean the products that you can show to them and for example let's say someone who seems really sad, people when they are sad or stressed they have this tendency to over eat and over consume food so maybe it can help us like to do an architecture of food and i also noticed that it helps in pricing like can we use such insights into pricing
1: into pricing uh, so you mean drop price when a client is sad or raise yeah. price when the client is happy <laughs> i mean so... <laughs> it could Sounds be, <laughs> it could be. Uh, yeah we in, uh, in this View project we uh, we can understand basic emotions like sadness like anger um yeah we can do this but it's highly experimental and now we are just going to uh, just going to uh, add it into the product we don't have it for now in the public version Uh, so the idea is not only to understand the client's route but also his emotions if he took say other product we can read his emotions and understand what he is going what he's going to do next so the same uh, the same principle works there as you explained uh, when customer has uh, once wants to buy food some some meal, we can understand his emotions and what feeling does he have at the moment?
0: Yes. And, oh, here, here, is, here is a good question, I believe. I noticed that the, the smart view also, like, since it can detect emotions, I believe it's going to de- detect, like, facial expression. And by de- detect, detecting them, this would help, like, the owners to see if there's any threat for example, a shoplifter or a thief or something like that to protect themselves. For example, if this this is the case, like is the AI going for to to alert the police or the security or something like this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, smartphone can detect the uh, basic, I mean, basic uh, uh, basic uh, feelings and basic uh, uh, basic. Categories of moods and some um, some intentions of even intentions of customer. Uh, you remember the Smart View started uh, as an interview helper project, so there were no need to uh, retailers. It's just an assistant for interviewer to understand is the person telling lie. How what what does it does he feel while he's passing the interview. Any interview, say job interview or some other interview, police interview, right? Uh, so anything, uh, there's a camera looking into his face and we can read emotions and build a picture. After, after one question, uh, there's some emotional picture. After second question, there's yeah. another emotional picture. Okay, and one after one, we can build a whole picture, of the report, right after the interview finished. That was the initial, uh, initial thing we build and after that we decided to extend it to go to retail market so that's the history of smart view that happened four years ago
0: and that's really interesting because i believe it's going to change the future of retail and personally i believe it is going to make a huge impact on the game of marketing because you know marketing is about information it's about insights and data and it helps a lot and speaking of, speaking of data and insights like are you working on different like a similar project let's say an alternative of smart view for the online world for example e-commerce
1: yeah i currently uh, work for uh, alternative of uh, smart view for online we have a special online version of course, the engine is the same, but inputs are different. Uh, for instance, if we're talking about offline, there's a cameras, uh, the shopping assistant who gets notification of their wearable device. Uh, there's another thing like, uh, like you know, uh, the placement of merchandise in the in the shopping mall, in the shopping area. But when it comes to online, another sources uh, coming to see like which pages does client visited. Uh, what is his heat map what's the time of day uh, how fast he is moving his mouse how how fast he is moving adding to cart or not adding to cart uh, so many 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 factors are taken into account, and we will be ready to to finish this version saying yeah the plan of four months to finish up with this online version um, which which will be uh, much better than uh, any competitors
0: in the market i love it you know why because i I was hoping you will say uh, the how people move their mouse or scroll down because this means a lot for businesses because you would understand if people are angry if like for example if i'm scrolling down super quick it means i'm not interested so what can we do about it as marketers and this is really one of the game changers in marketing and business i believe and this is really amazing
1: yeah
0: absolutely so i have two last questions my first question is going to be if you can suggest three books either about ai or generally speaking what would they be
1: uh, if i can suggest a book even one book is a problem because I myself <laughs> read a lot of articles. I reading, yes. uh, reading posts. I reading, I'm um, reading a lot of economics, uh, economic books, economic journals, economic uh, uh, things because economics is uh, my hobby. I I love investing. And the, <clears throat> is, uh, the another thing is uh, artificial intelligence, of course. I also read a lot of articles. I have uh, some kind of resources set, which I can uh, which I can share and links. Uh, these resources are periodically updated by their owners, and I'm subscribed from this, and I get all the information from there. If I have some specific questions, I usually go to Quora or Reddit or. Some uh, public sources and uh, ask them. They they usually these questions raise when I start uh, learning something I haven't touched
0: before. Maybe uh, this this can yes happen.
1: I cannot know. That's a- true.
0: Anything. Yeah. So my last question is: How can people get in touch with you?
1: That's easy. Uh, that's also easy. Uh, my personal website is maxilai.com uh also, I do have a LinkedIn page Maxim is alive um so I will give all the links and I welcome users to have a talk to me uh, welcome our listeners to get in touch with me i am ready to answer their questions.
0: That's amazing. that's really good so Maxim, thank you so much for being my guest. It has been really. A wonderful chat, a powerful insights about AI, because there, there are a lot of myths that are going on about AI, and you were able to clarify the current states of what truly really is going on with AI.